Hey, to those in our Charlotte community, welcome back to the show. Jason Atkins, or some of you may know him as Greasy Keys, joins us this week. I uh, love the conversation with Jason, uh, hearing how his passion for music evolved and everything that he does to make the experience at sporting events in the city even more special for the fans and families that, that come out and um, support the team and, and even uh, Jason as well. So it was great. Great to hear. Great to talk to you, uh, Jason, and uh, wish you all the best and hope you guys enjoy. Hope everyone's doing well and we'll see you next time. Take care. Jason, I appreciate it. This is uh, by far, out of all my episodes, I've done the coolest uh, venue for yes. a podcast. So absolutely, <laughs> I appreciate it. Absolutely, um, great idea. Yeah. So yeah. a lot going on. Uh, how are you? How you doing? How you feeling? I'm doing great. Feeling good. You know, just feel really fortunate to to kind of kind of live a dream. Exactly. You know, really, uh, just having a great time playing music. You know, yeah. Uh, obviously here for the checkers, and then. With it being springtime, going to be playing some for the Charlotte Knights coming up, and also the Kannapolis Cannonballers baseball team. So, uh, just thrilled to kind of <laughs> dig into the to the stadium organist yeah. role I love uh, it. in Charlotte. So I'm just uh, feel really fortunate to do that, as well as you know playing other gigs. You know, I'm out uh, most nights of the week uh, and the weekends playing music. So yeah. if you don't see me here, you might see me somewhere else. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Uh, so you grew up in Greenville. Where yeah. did the, uh, where did the passion for music come from? I read that uh, your dad brought home like a old yeah. school piano yeah. one time. Like, is yeah. that where so it started? Exactly. So I grew up really, um, you know, my immediate family, uh, music wasn't really, um, a focal point, but yeah, okay. we had an old upright piano. Uh, and actually, it was a player piano that my dad had found at a bar, and a friend, a friend had owned, and basically took it on and, and wanted to make it work again. You know, he's a really kind of DIY, fixed everything from cars to you name it. But this uh, player piano was something he kind of took on as a as a project, and and I was as I was there in the house. You know, I was growing up. I was maybe like 11 or 12, and um, <clears throat> my mom would always play the old Heart and Soul. Okay. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. and so uh, one day I sat down at the piano and, and kind of picked it out by ear. Okay. And that was really what kind of struck up the passion for me. Love and then as I got into my teenage years, um, had other cousins who were around the same age, and uh, a couple of them gra- uh, kind of got toward guitar, playing guitar, mm-hmm. and one played drums, and and uh, I kind of gravitated toward the, the keys again because I was able to kind of pick out things by ear and. Um, we started kind of playing together, so that was our weekends as yeah, teenagers. Yeah. Is, is um, you know, we in our minds we were the Black Crows. You know, we kind of grew up playing you know classic rock and things like that. Very influenced with that style of music. Um, and then after right after high school, uh, started making friends who were uh, already playing music here in Charlotte, and decided to 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 move to Charlotte. Really, honestly, to play okay. music. And not really, not realizing at the time that it's not really much of a music city. Right. But um, fortunately, uh, there aren't a lot of working keyboard players, so that worked to my advantage uh-huh. early on. Uh, I moved to Charlotte and got a job at Reliable Music, which was at the time one of the southeast's largest music stores. Okay. Um, and 
that exposed me to many working musicians who I still have friendships and, and work with today. Um, so again, that's just another kind of door that opened. Mm. And so from my late teenage years to through my 20s um, and 30s, I played music, uh, worked around with different bands, uh, taught lessons, you know, anything I could do to sort of work in my passion. Right. Um, right. I did. You know, I got married young and had kids, and uh, but music was always a constant for that us. That was it. Yeah. yeah my wife uh, has always been super supportive. You know, it's never been easy, uh, mm. but you know, our marriage survived, and we've been married uh, going on 24 years awesome. this year. Love it. And we have two kids, and my daughter, she's uh, a musician as well. All right, I was going to say, are they yeah. uh, in the music realm too? Yeah, my yeah, daughter, she's awesome. a fantastic singer-songwriter. Cool. Uh, lives in Asheville now in school okay. and my son he's uh, musically gifted but didn't pursue it you know mm -hmm. but he definitely has the uh, spark you yeah, know if yeah. you want to pursue but his passions are more in photography and, okay. and uh, film and things like that love so it still great oh yeah oh yeah that's my awesome. wife she's a writer so we're all just oh, creative yeah. creative family yeah that's so awesome. we've been very fortunate uh, Asheville too is a really nice uh, absolutely music town too yeah do you yeah. see, have you seen like the growth in music in Charlotte from not really being like a music city? Well, in Charlotte, it's not necessarily been growth. I would say definitely a changing of the guard, you know. Okay. Whereas the scene was kind of one thing when I, when I was first coming in, you know, in the late 90s. Uh, and you kind of see it sort of ebb and flow. We, you know, we've lost several uh, uh, iconic music venues over the years. And so... That's caused the scene to, again, sort of have to sort of, um, what's the word, uh, navigate mm -hmm. and sort of regenerate around what other places are available to play and to have music. And, of course, the styles of music has kind of changed. Right. Um, um, so, you know, just kind of be a part of that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I get it. Um, so you, you played a lot of different uh, venues kind of shows, yes. sporting events. Yes. Uh, what's the biggest challenge uh, that you face going into like a, a live show compared to like a, like a checkers game or right. a baseball game? Or is there no challenge for you at all? Well, uh, obviously, uh, just coming in prepared. Okay. You know, whether, you know, I do a lot of pickup gigs where, say, an artist may hire me on to, to help fill out the band and mm -hmm. maybe I haven't played with them before. Or, you know, so making time to, to learn the material and get familiar with uh, their songs and, and what sound palette I might use on the keyboards. It's probably the, the biggest challenge, but yeah, after being at it so long, I definitely, you know, you develop a, a pattern or a rhythm mm -hmm. and a voice of my own yeah. that uh, I've become very comfortable with. So that does make it, <clears throat> I don't really get nervous at shows or performances. Uh, so, you know, I do have that element, you know, where, yeah. you know it's always exciting. It makes a you never lose the excitement of it. That's but, true, but but you know, but the comfort level uh, becomes a nice kind of makes it mm -hmm. nice and even. I love and that. And luckily, you know, people like say they love to hear me play. Yeah. Um, I don't strive to be the best, but I'm I'm happy to be the busiest. That's yeah, my that's, that's my motto. So love that. that <laughs> I love that. Is there a, a song that you never thought uh, you would hear played on organ <laughs> that you play on organ? Oh Lord, <laughs> well, yeah. I, I like to incorporate a lot of. Uh, a lot of hard rock, okay. so you know, uh, and like you know, some of the '90s, the big hits like some Corn or some yeah. uh, 
Rage Against the Machine. <laughs> I love playing those, but you would never have imagined. Yeah. Or uh, Black Hole Sun. I, I've been doing that some this season. Love it. Uh, yeah, so. like I, I feel like it's any sport you met, but <clears throat> like when my wife and I come here for yeah. games, you're like you just catch it. You're like, wait a second, is yeah. that like <laughs> exactly? Like, is that corn? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and so and that's so good, especially here. Uh, you know, with the sports stadium organ thing, it's it becomes a lot of uh, you know teasers. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. you only have you know little, literally seconds to right, play something. Right. So I'm always looking for oh, that's true. Yeah, for I the think of that. whatever makes like something that people can recognize quickly, or or maybe a few minutes. Like, oh my gosh, I just realized this is what he was playing. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, that that to <laughs> me is is a fun challenge. Yeah, you know, yeah. And and, and trying to keep so yeah, another challenge is is trying to keep fresh material, especially for the sports sports side of things you mm -hmm. know it's easy to kind of fall into you know the same few songs that, right. that work but you know I always like to keep myself and and maybe the production crew on their toes with new, <laughs> new songs you know I love to hear you know Chubby will come up to me after a game and be like oh I love that you played this song here I hadn't heard you play that before so that's that's, awesome. that's always a good time that's cool yeah uh, so I, I'm a drummer yeah um, been probably more than 12 years now awesome. um, so I've always had a dream. Um, I was in a band. I don't. It's not as like as serious as it was, but still have the dream of you know playing at a, a, a Mass Square Garden or yes. something like that. Yeah. You know, like is there anything that you have that you would love the opportunity to to do? Oh, absolutely. In your career. I mean, uh, an opportunity like Madison Square Garden or, or things like that, I would love hmm. to do. And again. Um, Working as a stadium organist is one thing, but you know, uh, a sideman is sort of uh, what you would call what I do. You know, as a keyboardist. Gotcha. You know? Yeah. Uh, so any any major artists that need some keyboards, you know, let me know. I, I can yeah, do yeah. the job. So I've I've had a lot of opportunities to, to tour on the road and, and play some awesome. some some pretty large venues. But you know, a place like a Madison Square Garden or mm -hmm. Spectrum Center or something like that. You yeah, know, I would, yeah. I would. I would Love that. Never know. Yeah, would, yeah. yeah. And like I said, I would feel comfortable, you know, get me in front of an audience. I'm, you know, I'm not intimidated. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I <laughs> love it. Uh, so you're, I uh, just announced that you're going to be with the Charlotte Knights this yes. year, which is super exciting. Thank you. Um, what's the, uh, what's the thing you're most excited for, for that? Because you've done baseball. Right. And you still do it for yeah. Kannapolis. Kannapolis Cannonballers. Um, um, probably, honestly, the, the, Thing I'm most excited about are just the fans. Yeah. Um, something that's been really unique about uh, being the organist for the Checkers and for the Cannonballers is uh, I'm accessible to fans, and so you know I'm not up in a press box where a lot of organists might might reside for major league teams. Um, but um, I really like it. Like I'm kind of insistent upon being uh, in the crowd because I love the fan interaction. I love the conversations. I love mm -hmm. people coming up with requests. You know. Uh, you know, tips, things like that. You know, that's that to me is a big part of it, and it brings the joy. Yeah. And, and, and as a musician, you know, we all crave the applause uh, at the end of a song. But with being the stadium organist, you know, uh, it seems like that interaction is even more immediate because uh, you know we have fans just a few feet away. They'll come sit behind me during the game and and, and hear them cheer me on and say, you know, it's just that's cool, really unique. And and to me, that is the funnest part. So. You know, so with the Knights, I plan on being out on the concourse, accessible to fans, you know, kids and, and adults alike can come mm -hmm. up and talk to me or just see the organ. I think a lot of people are really, um, uh, you know, they're really drawn to it. You know, just yeah. having a live musician, uh, I think, 
is an element that obviously brings back nostalgia for a lot of folks with right. baseball and hockey. And then for, for younger fans who maybe have not experienced that, mm. I think uh, I just love to see the surprise and the and, yeah. uh, and support from fans. That's all. I'm, I'm glad yeah. you brought that up. Yeah. Um, is there uh, a specific crowd or fan interaction that, that has meant a lot to you over the years that you kind of uh, always remember? Really just, uh, well, here at the, the Coliseum, uh, the seats directly behind the organ, uh, they don't sell the tickets to, right? Mm. They reserve it for elementary school classes that will come and sing the anthem or something like that. That's but, cool. Which is cool. And so once the game starts, the area kind of clears out from, mm. the, from the, the kids. But then fans will kind of start collecting. Yeah. And so it's kind of become uh, known as the, the grease pit. Yeah. You know? And so that's hang me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So have fans come over and hang out and, and you know, uh, as the periods change, you know, uh, where uh, we attack changes on the ice. And so I'll have fans come over during the first period and sit, and then maybe they'll venture off, and then a, dec- a different set of fans come over to the second period. So that's to me, is, that's cool. is really fun. Yeah, Again, yeah. it's just that fan interaction uh, there. And, of course, you know, anytime I can get the fans clapping together, yeah, you know, yeah. with a, you know, a good let's go checkers uh-huh. or let's go ballers, or uh, you know Adam's family, you know anything <laughs> yeah, like that. You yeah. know that also is, is a lot of fun to hear a few thousand folks clap along with you. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a unique. I bet. Yeah. Uh, has there been any proud moment in your life that stands out to you that has shaped you to the person that you are today? A, a proud moment. A proud moment. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, it's hard to say one. I mean, obviously, becoming a, a husband and a father. Mm, yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, because uh, to me, that also kind of drove my determination to make a living playing, playing music. Right. Uh, you know, uh, as when, I was, when we were younger and, uh, and playing music wasn't fulfilling all our needs, you know, I did have a day job. You know, I took on a day job and, and, taught, and taught lessons in the evening and, and, and played gigs. And then, uh, you know, the corporate, corporate job, you know, dried up. And so that was another kind of pivotal moment. I had an opportunity to take another day job or to say, no, I'm going to pursue music. And I pursued music full time. And that was a pretty pivotal moment. And again, uh, and that was back in 2008, 2009. And ever since then, I've just been fortunate to play. Um, That's a big deal to take a step like that. Yeah, kind of, uh, it was scary. Yeah. Uh, but I, at the time, you know, I felt there was just as much security in pursuing music as there was having a corporate job. Right. I mean, that was my takeaway from, from that experience. Uh, and uh, everything was fantastic, you know, until COVID, of course. But, you know, but fortunately, COVID, you know, had a lot of, a lot of help through, you know, grants and things mm-hmm. like that that kind of carried us through. And, and as things kind of opened back up, it was, um, it's been fantastic, actually. Uh, I haven't had to go back to teaching lessons. I've been able just That's to great. perform. So playing full time awesome. uh, is, is kind of taken, you know, taken on. So I'm I'm really thrilled about that. Yeah, that's great. And they'll see it stopping anytime soon. So yeah, <laughs> keep it going. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, what's the um, all-time favorite band for you? All-time favorite band. Yeah, we're like a, um, a one 
it's hard to say one, but like right. uh, any artist or band that you kind of um, gravitated to when you were starting to play. Well, again, when I was first started playing, uh, the Black Crows were okay. were kind of a, a big influence. Which then, of course, they drew on uh, a lot of uh, sounds from the '70s, and so mm. that kind of opened up the door the door to me of ex experiencing a lot of that classic rock. You know, Led Zeppelin, yeah, uh, very top five. You know, Pink Floyd. You know, those bands are. are probably some of the most influential bands that I uh, mm -hmm. had for starting out and still are. Um, and of course, you know, my palate kind of grew over the years, you know, to incorporate, you know, jazz artists, you know, Herbie Hancock. Love uh, Herbie. Players like that. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 from the Headhunters so era, good. you know, like the Fusion, you know, Chick Corea, things, got yeah. artists like that yep. really uh, were big influences on me as well. Cool. And then like Southern Rock, you know, Almond Brothers, um, you know, Leonard Skinner, bands like that, mm -hmm. you know, with fantastic piano players. Yeah. You know, I was drawn to Chuck Lavelle, yeah. Billy Powell, awesome. Billy Payne, you know, uh, Little Feet, you know, uh, those those kind of artists really influenced me big yeah. as well. So Cool. Yeah. So that, that you know, Southern rock, yeah. classic rock. Love it. Love Will House. So, uh, so <laughs> what do you got going on the rest of the, I mean, summer, but year? I, yeah. Got, I feel like there's so much going on. You got... Canapolis, yes. you have checker playoffs coming up, yep. night starting, right. uh, and also, uh, is this true that you have the longest running open mic night at Smokey Joe's? We sure do. <laughs> yes, sir. So, uh, Tuesday nights, uh, which, uh, you know, with the baseball season kicking in, uh, I, I basically kind of become like there every other week. Okay. But Tuesday nights, we have the open mic at Smokey Joe's, hosted by the Smokin' Jays house band. Awesome. Uh, which in includes uh, Chase Kilo. Paul Agee, James Brock, and Omari Wilkerson, who are okay. all fantastic musicians in their own right. And we come together as a house band to sort of support um, amateurs and professional musicians as they come through. And, and again, it's Fun. it's been going on for uh, about 20 years, and there's been lineup changes over the years. You know, the Smoking Jays, as we know it, kind of started back in 2000 and we just had 11 years ago. So what was that, 2010, yeah. 2011 maybe? Um, so that's kind of cool. So I've been involved with it, you know, yeah, yeah. as official since then. But uh, I, would, I would go years back when uh, there was a band called Static with uh, Josh Daniel and Dan Hood and Flavio Mangione and uh, Chris Gargis. And, you know, so you know, we're all part of that, the collective of mm -hmm. musicians um, who, you know, still work and, and play today that... Um, were a part of that. Yeah. And, it's, and that's a lot of fun because, you know, we've had a lot of young musicians kind of come in and we've seen them develop over the years and go yeah, on to become, special, right? you know, working musicians themselves. So that's probably cool. one of the main reasons why I stay involved with that, just mm -hmm. that, that sense of community. And, and then obviously, you know, every once in a while we'll have a, a really incredible musician who's already established come through and get to play with them as well. So that's, cool. you know, you never know what you're going to get. That's so right. that, to me, keeps me on my toes and keeps it interesting. So that's cool. why I'm still involved there as awesome. much as I can be. Love yeah. it. Uh, cool, man. Jason, I, I appreciate it. Thank this you, was uh, This was exciting for me. Um, you know, like I said, we've been to Checkers Games, been following your work for you. a little while, but Thank you, you. you kind of have like this, um, I don't know, you have a special talent that, that kind of makes the experience, whether it's here, a show or, you know, baseball like uh, really special for folks that are there yeah um, thank you. and uh that's a 
huge talent uh, and hard to do. Yeah. Um, and I uh, can't wait to see all the success that comes your way. I'm it's, excited. Uh, Thank you so much. Super cool, and uh, I appreciate the time. Man. Absolutely, Andy, anytime. Thank yeah. you so much. Thanks. <laughs> cool, man. Awesome. Love it. That was great. Thank you.